Rebecca Liebenberg was born on the 20th December 1961 in Johannesburg and passed away in Nature's Valley last week, Tuesday 13th, 2022. She was the youngest and the only daughter of John Liebenberg and Ina Liebenberg. With three older brothers, Peter, Johann and Carl, she matriculated at Florendesi Wurschkul in 1979 and went to obtain a Bachelor Arts degree in Rao. After that, she obtained an EDP in Witz Business School. She started working at a short-term insurance industry shortly after graduation and remained there for the next 25 years till she had an injury and duty and had to go into an early retirement as a result. She moved to the beautiful Nature's Valley on the garden route after this. She loved gardening, crocheting, quilting, cooking, fermenting, and the list goes on. With beautiful black cats, were most of which were rescues, which she loved them and they had an amazing life. Erica became a Reiki master in four different languages when Brett was born and a family tree of sorts was required, or his photo album. Erica started research into the family genealogy. Cousin Amanda Standard also started and there was collaboration in later years. Sadly, nobody else in the family showed any interest other than Uncle Chris Liebenberg. There has been nobody to hand this over 30 years worth of research. She found and reunited lost cousins to the family's fold and to her, this was probably the most important part of this work. Linda Farrell was a huge source of support. Uncle Fred and Auntie Frida her dad's younger brother were close to her, and she loved Auntie Frida as a mother till the end. Erica traveled to Graz in Austria in 2002 to receive teachings from His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, and this was a life-altering experience for her. She was a trustee to the Lamrindam Buddhist Trust in Johannesburg. In the following years, she traveled to England and Europe and in a number of times to receive further teachings and made very good friends on all of these travels. Ultimately, this was one of the reasons why she stayed on Facebook, to stay in touch with these beloved friends. Her mentors who made a huge difference in her career were Johan van der Merwe, Pierre Neuder and Patrick Brasher. Melita Turling made it possible for her to do legal work. She loved the law. We would like to thank the following people. Dr. Sam Botta for his professional help, Trainee and Raymond Roberts for caring and making meals on constant inquiries, Mara Kruger, Elise Kruger, Dawn and Kenny Corbett for always being available to help and give advice, and then last but certainly not least, Renette and Brad and their children who were the de facto family at all times. Erica and Renette started school together and remained friends over their lives. They were like sisters to each other and much loved. Renette will foster the kitties in this difficult time. Thank you to the office of Tibet. Elizabeth Gaywood, also to Gish Nangawang Fende. May you have a long life. Now I will share various stories and memories of those who were part of Erika's life. I will start with the office of Tibet. We are greatly saddened by the sudden demise of Erika, whose life has been more than one way influenced by Buddha Dharma, and she made it part of her day-to-day -day life. 
In that content, she has been released from a present physical body, but her consciousness will continue to take rebirth in another body. My solemn and heartfelt prayers for her to take rebirth in good circumstances, wherein she will be blessed to practice Buddha Dharma and make progress in her path. We would also like to send our deep condolences to the bereaved family, members and other dear and near ones touched by her life. And then a message from her loving brother, Carl. In memory of Erica, phone calls in the middle of the night are always unsettling. I had such a call last week. Heads up that something is amiss in Nature's Valley in South Africa. Later it was confirmed and I was devastated by the news of my sister Erica's death. I loved Erica and will cherish her memory forever. I still struggle to comprehend that access to her wit, insights and knowledge is no longer a phone call or a message away. Erica, you may be gone from this world, however, your memories and legacies remain within our hearts forever. As for Buddhist doctrine, we pray for a speedy and favourable rebirth. Rest in peace, Erica. Your loving brother, Carl. This follows with a message from Colleen. Hi, this is a message for Erica um, and the memory of her life that she lived. I met Erica on Facebook just before lockdown. Erica is a cousin of mine. It was the first cousin of my late father, Jack Liebenberg. Erica adored my father. She was a kind, strong woman who cared for her mother and her brother. She loved cats and she always asked me about my family and my children. She loved to talk about my children and ask me how we were all doing in the UK. She was very caring and supportive when I had to go through a very difficult time. We would often message late at night and she would tell me about her Buddhism, her mother, her brother, her house, her, her lovely cats and she had a wicked dry sense, sense of, of humour. She also used to tell me a lot about her relationship with my father and she would fill me in on some of the gap that I missed out as a child as she knew him more than I did. She loved nature, animals and design. She had a great sense of humour and really enjoyed funny jokes. She loved where she lived and she loved the animals. She really cared about me and my family. She was instrumental in forming a WhatsApp group for the Liebenberg family and understanding the relationships and connection. She was very successful at connecting many people in a great group. Erica will be truly missed for a fantastic sense of humor, love of nature, animals, connection with nature, connection with Buddhism and with her family. Rest in peace, Erica. Auntie Erica. She never liked being called Auntie, but I honestly insisted to call her that because it irritated her so much. So, Auntie Erica it was. Thank you so much for being a great friend to my mom for the past 55 years, always checking in and seeing how the Aubrey family is doing, with a huge and caring heart, always looking out for others rather than yourself. You will be missed much. Love, John. A message from Brins. Erika, my liebe Tish, the universe has us on vreemde manier laat paaie kruis. Ons ons laat dier baie saam. Good, bad, fun times, you name it. We did it and survived it. Ek sal ons memories treasure. You are my pain-free friend. Dankie vir jaarse raad, vriendskap en liefde. 
brings. I first met Erica about 40 years ago. She was a lifelong friend of my wife, Renette. When first meeting Erica, I realized that she had a very strong mindset and getting into an argument with her was not advised. She seemed very well informed on every type of topic that there was and um, she could argue any point that she wanted to as well. Her beliefs was a true reflection on how she lived her life. There was no maybe with Erica. There was right and there was wrong. Nothing in between. But besides that, Erica was a wonderful person, very kind-hearted, and she would help wherever help was needed. She's really going to be missed by a lot of people. Um, those that she's helped in the past and those that she would probably still wanted to help if she hadn't had such ill health towards the end. But Erica, it's been an absolute pleasure knowing you. And thank you for being a good friend. Rest in peace. Tani Erika. She hated being called Tani. Closest thing to a sister our mother has ever had. Naturally making her, well, Tani. I remember as a child when landlines were either in thing. Pretty much the only thing. Every second or third day, either Erika would call us or our mother would call Erika just to check in and share the latest gossip. As years passed by, this became easier and more often as cell phones and WhatsApp became the norm. Erica would never forget any of us kids' birthdays, matric farewells or any other big happening in our lives. As we all have our problems in life, so did Erica. And I think when she made the conscious decision as a Buddhist, does to leave Joburg and move to Nature's Valley, she made one of the best decisions ever. She would live in peace, forget about her past, the city life, negativity, and spend the remaining years as a Buddhist. With her mother, her cats, and the peace and quiet of Nature's Valley aura, plus now she was closer to us, and the trips to see each other were so much easier. Peace comes from within. We were not her children, but Erica had radiant, boundless love towards us and the entire world. Just another unique quality of her wisdom. Unfortunately, the last few years she had been struggling with her health and only her faith was keeping her positive through it all. Now that she has passed, the suffering has ended and Buddha has called for his child. Our hearts might bleed, but knowing Buddha will return Erika as a spirit animal is something to look forward to. Life is a small gap between life and death, so in this gap, be happy and try to make others happy. Enjoy every moment of life. Love, Pierre. A message from Johan Liebenberg. Dit was met groot vrede en opgewindingheid toe my ma en pa Erika van die hospitaalhuis toebring na haar geboorte. Wat een prachtige bondel van plezier. Maar met al die vreugde kom daartoe die groot komme toe sy sik word en niemand kon sê wat oor oorzaak was nie of hoe om dit te bekamp nie. My hart het gebloei hoe ek sien hoe sy blauw in die gezicht raak en dan weer herstel. Maar die onding het ook tot die einde gekom. Erika het goed op school gedoen en hulle baie aantrekkelike met een groot vriendekring. Maar die lood sal haar weer in haar senior school daartoe 
betreft toe ek kind haar met een tas teen die kop geslaan het en sy gevolglik bloeding op die brein gekry het. Dit was de tijd toe sy een levensgevaarlijke operatie moest ondergaan om die bloed in die brein te verwijder. Sy het gelukkig en gedankbaar ongeskat hiervan herstel. Sy het haar universiteitsjare geniet en die beste daarvan gemaakt. Later, toe sy begin werk, het sy een belangstelling en spiritualiteit ontwikkel en soos met alle belange het werk daarvan gemaakt om die filosofie deel van haar dagelijkse leven te maak. Haar spirituele denken en kennis wat sy vrylik met my gedeel het, een groot invloed op my en my seniging van die leven gehad en is nog steeds deel daarvan. Ons is allemaal op een levenspad wat ons wijzer en beter maak. Dankie Erika vir die positieve invloed wat jy op my leven gehad het. Dit sal altyd met my wees. Ris en vrede. I'm Renette Aubrey and I would like to share some thoughts about my friend Erika. If you have been friends with someone for 55 years and they pass, you find it difficult to separate your life stories. This is most certainly the case with Erika. We befriended each other in grade one in law school Gustav Preller, moved on to law school Florida and then to work school Florida. Academically, Erika did very well. She sang in Dorki Sokorki and took piano lessons. Even then she was complex and diverse and had many different circle of friends, all with their own interests. She kept contact with most of the matrix of 79 and co-organized the 30th and 40th school reunion. One thing we had in common in high school was that we were both big Queen fans. And at that time, they were banned in South Africa, but we managed to get hold of an LP and proceeded to make many tape recordings. In school, Erika had more than a fair share of trauma. She was a lot lamiki, born many years after her brothers. Her oldest brother's bride was killed in a car accident and one of the kids threw a blackboard brush accidentally against her head. At that time, her mom was in Japan and there was a fine crack in her skull that caused bleeding and she had to undergo a life-threatening operation. She recovered very well, but her hair was shaven most of us than a nine year. In her matric year, her beloved dad passed away suddenly that left her with a void for the rest of her life. I do have fun memories of all our dresser parties and do not forget the garage parties. They were just wicked in the 70s. I have some great pics where we all dressed up as Japanese. Obviously, her mom had lots of props to share. After our finals, Erica, her mom and I went on holiday to their beach house in Ashton Bay near Jeffreys Bay. That was a great holiday. Erica went to study at Brow and I went to Natal, never lost touch. And when I got married, she was at my wedding. In fact, her mom made my bridal bouquet. Her present was this big copper fish. Still got it. Still do not know what to do with it. Brad and I moved to Cape Town and two years later Erica drove down to Cape Town with I think three cats in the back of her car. She drove right through the night, dozed off and rolled her car. Fortunately all survived but Erica was left with a scar on her forehead, 
Hence the reason she always wore a fringe. She had a little flat in Harfield Village, about two streets from her house. Two of us discovered Cape Town's fresh fruit and vegetable market. We ended up cooking jam and bottling anything and everything that we could get hold of. At that time, I was pregnant with my oldest son, Jean, yet we had dinner a couple of hours before he was born. Erica was always cl very close to my kids, to the extent that she could sense if one of them was not well. Erica moved back to Johannesburg to work for Hollard and we saw each other often, as my parents still stayed in Johannesburg. She visited Swellendam, but more often Pearly Beach. She really loved nature's valley. The sea was great, but the forest spoke to her. I walked through her forest garden a week ago, and it is just spectacular with lots of pathways and beautiful plants. She used to feed the Nisner Luris bananas every day, but those naughty monkeys kept on stealing the fruit. After early retirement and moving to Nature's Valley, she took care of her mom until she passed. She crocheted beautiful blankets and angels. She spent hours researching her family. She loved sprouting and cooking and lived her life as a Buddhist. Unfortunately, Erica's health failed her. Working at Hollard, she slipped on a wet floor and had severe injuries to her back, needing multiple operations. She became diabetic, had very bad asthma, but the last couple of months she was in constant pain and moved around with great difficulty. There is a Buddhist prayer that says, May you be at peace, may your heart remain open, may you awaken to the light of your own true nature, may you be healed, may you be the source of healing for all beings. Erica, thank you for being my friend. I will always love you. A message from Dmitry Makarov. I have known Erica for almost 30 years. We met in 1994. We both worked then for the underwriting management department at the Hollard Insurance. It was a great time. There were a bunch of young people there, Erica, Werner, Greg, Michael and me. My god, we had the best time ever. Erica was kind of looking after me. Well, I needed it. Just think, a young man from the Soviet Union, which collapsed, just when I came to South Africa, with little and not much knowledge of the country. She really helped me a lot. We became friends. It seems that I'm a good listener. We used to sit somewhere in the Melville in Johannesburg over a bottle of wine and she talked. She loved talking when she had the chance. A few years later, I left South Africa. However, she kept in touch. I came to Joburg in 1998, so we had a chance to meet. She told me that she had diabetes, that she was in hospital for a long time, had to resign from Holland, etc. Bad news. I have never seen her in person ever since. I went to work in Siberia for a few years and disappeared completely from the radar. In 2007, I visited South Africa. This time, my wife and two kids. I looked for Erica but could not find her. No one answered my calls and the numbers I knew. Also could not find her in Johannesburg telephone book. Did not know what to think. Two or three years ago she contacted me on Facebook. 
Erica was one of the very few connections I still have with South Africa. It is very painful to realize that I do not have it anymore. Erica was the first thing that was coming to my mind when I thought of the beautiful country. And the country means a lot to me. This is the country of my youth, and this is the country where my father died. So I am somehow bounded to it. I hope that one day I will come back to Africa. I will do my best to come to her and to say my last goodbye. Best regards, Dimitri. My darling Erica, today would have been one of two days in the year where we called one another, we spoke about the years past, the dreams for the future and what's happening in the present. So today's a one-sided conversation, unfortunately, but it's also a time of reflection of that young girl that I met so many years ago in our 20s. Vibrant, determined, hardworking, single-minded, and with a joy for life. There was a vulnerability about you that was just always so interesting. And we took a amazing fast ride together. And then the years that came after that, as we, we grew up, um, as we had new dreams, different adventures, and yet stayed on such parallel paths and always delighted in just listening to you talk about your animals, your, your interests, collections of shells, what you were reading as you fell into love with Buddhism and your search for just peace and tranquility. Erika, I think of you with such fondness, always in my heart, always in my mind. Love you forever. Rest in peace. And with all of those lovely stories to share, I have yet one to conclude. As a young girl, I myself, about five or six, I used to visit the huge Indian markets with my mother and Erika. There were huge heaps of spices, fabrics and wonderful hot food in the air, samosas I must say. Yet with so many interesting choices and things to see, it's really the company that I remember most. But even more, the everlasting energy that accompanies these memories. The impacts that makes us feel the way we feel. We know that energy is contagious, whether that is positive or negative energy. But something that Erica knew and was very mindful of as an energy worker and a Reiki master is that she allowed herself to be in the energy that she wanted to consume, the energy that was in her space. So. I would like to thank everyone who joined us here today that took time to celebrate her birth 
her life and the impact that she has made and all the memories that she has left behind. And always remember, love the moments you share with others and know that that energy of that specific moment, that memory, will forever burn and spread beyond all the boundaries that you even think possible, even after they are gone.